greet all of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, just without waste of time, God bless you. As we turn to First Corinthians, chapter 11, First Corinthians 11, verse 23, till verse 26, First Corinthians 11, my only book. Nothing. All right. I'll continue. First Corinthians. First Corinthians. Chapter 11, verse 23 to 27. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. Same night. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Verse 25, After the same manner also, he took the cup which he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Shall we bow our heads? Or maybe verse 27 before you bow your head. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily, shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, this is one of the sacred orders that you have left behind for the church. You said we should do this as often as we remember you. Tonight, we remember what happened 2,000 years ago. Tonight, we remember the cost of our redemption. Tonight we remember what it took for us to be considered to be saints. Tonight we remember your unselfish love. Tonight we remember your betrayal. Tonight we remember the pain that you were subjected to. Tonight we remember what happened when you said it is finished meaning the matter that the devil had against us, it was settled on Calvary. The diseases that we suffer from, even tonight, were all done away on Calvary. All things, all redemptive blessings were redeemed on Calvary. 
And Lord, we just want to remember that day on Calvary. As we commit what we are going to do tonight to you, let it not be a tradition, but let it be something that will do with a sense of sincerity. We commit ourselves, we consecrate ourselves as a church to you. We want to do the best that we can do because we love you, we appreciate you, and we want to honor you. All these things we ask them and commit them to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you richly. As you take your seats. I'm not going to be long. Brother Brenham and I've often said to this in this church, the Lord's Supper is an activity, but a communion is a relationship. A relationship qualifies you for the activity. Being engaged in the activity without a relationship is to bring reproach to the Last Supper. Brother Branham says in the message, the deity of Jesus Christ, I'm not going to be long, paragraph 5-0, that man lost his origin in the Garden of Eden. His relationship, communion with God, was cut off there because of sin and unbelief. Unbelief in what? The word of God. So what does it mean? Communion, it symbolizes the relationship between a believer and his maker or her maker. The Lord's Supper is to honor that maker. Without a relationship, you do not qualify to partake on the Lord's table. When you say you have a relationship with somebody, you need to talk to them. They need to talk back to you. And a lot of times what we consider to be a relationship between people and God is not a relationship as such. Because if you say you've got a relationship with me but we never speak, we walk past each other, that's not the relationship. A relationship is where you speak to a person until you come to a point where you say, I wish I could speak more, but time has run out. Because you've got a lot that you need to tell them, and they've got a lot that they need to tell you about. Already you know what I'm talking about, a prayer for life. And my question would be, when was the last time you lost yourself in an environment of prayer, where you spoke to God with certainty, knowing that he's speaking back to you? Brother Brahman says prayer is not something that you just do casually and mention somebody. He says it takes you to create a certain atmosphere of sincerity, knowing that I'm speaking to somebody that hears me and that will respond to me. Now, three physical orders, communion in the, that message. Brother Brahman says now we have three 
physical divine orders left to us. One of them is communion. The second is feet washing. The third is water baptism. That's the only three things. And those, they go together. Now, you'll see, it's not a grape juice. And there is a reason why it is not a grape juice. It is wine. Brother Bram says, question and answers. He says, I believe that the blood should not be grape juice. It, but it should be wine. Grape juice sours and spoils as it gets old. But wine gets better and stronger as it gets old. The blood of Jesus Christ gets better and stronger the more time progresses. It never, wine never loses its power. Wine never loses its strength. The blood of Jesus Christ never loses the strength. There is no sin that is too dark for the blood of Jesus Christ not to wash it away. 2,000 years later, we can say that. It gets stronger and better as the days goes by to the believer. It is a literal wine and bread. I believe it should be just exactly the way the scripture said it should be and not vary one speck from the scripture. Stay right with it. The bread that they have baked, we often would get sisters in the church to break, to bake the bread and there is a particular way that they, break, they uh, uh, bake this bread. The reason it says he broke bread. A normal bread you cannot break. You've got to tear it apart. Are we together? It's more like uh, there's some elasticity in the bread. But with this one, it has to be broken to symbolize what happened 2,000 years ago. Now, who qualifies? No person is fit to go in the pulpit or even claim to be a Christian without being filled with the Holy Ghost. I have no right to be a Christian, to claim to be a Christian, unless I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. You have no right to claim to be a Christian until you have been filled with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is a token that God accepts his relationship with you. You have no right, this is in the message, the future home, you have no right to the Lord's Supper or any communion or feet washing or anything until you have been cleansed by the holy fire of God. And how do you get cleansed by the holy fire of God? Baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Live the life of a Christian. It qualifies you to have a communion, a relationship with God. That relationship qualifies you to partake from the Lord's table. Amen. Communion, in this message, communion preached in 1965, when we have taken the Lord, our sacrifice into us, as a matter of spiritual birth into us and his body. We live by him, by the weight. We also should symbolize it because it's a commandment. 
Then he says in question and answers, you must be in the Holy Spirit before you do this or you eat and drink damnation to yourself. Uh, there's got to be, I'm trying to provoke a sense of sincerity in how you approach these things. We know when we're in Pentecostals or denominations, they will send to us, Brother Mshabi said to the other time when they were in the Pentecostal church, uh, they would grab a boy and send him down the road to get biscuits and grape juice. That casualness cannot be accommodated in the kingdom of God. Because the first time when Passover was there, it was in a moment where if there was a slight mistake, it would have resulted in death. And today it's not the natural death, it's a spiritual death. Now, when you come to partake, the last uh, supper is not for people that have got unresolved issues. It's not for the people that has got this one, this thing against that brother or against that sister. And Brother Brenham in the message, the communion, he says this, the very last message that he preached. He says, when we come to the Lord's table, if there is any feelings between you or something, don't do it. Go make that right first. Go straighten that up first. Because we want to come here just as pure as we can be. And our thoughts of one another and to God and to each other, then we come in fellowship around the table of the Lord. What does it mean? It means if you, if there is an unconfessed sin, don't do it. If there is anything that you have against a brother or a sister, don't do it. But again, in the same breath, when you don't do it, you are as well guilty. What does it mean? You need to be right. If something needs to be fixed, let it be fixed. If you need to call somebody aside and say, forgive me how I spoke to you, it was not right, it needs to be done. So that you can come and partake in order to remember the Lord this evening. Now, we are going to This is the order that we are going to take this communion. Brother Watt will be on the bread side. Brother Philip will be on the wine side. Brother Mbanyana will call you row by row. If you come and Brother Mbanyana knows that you have not been baptized, don't be offended when he asks you not to come is to protect you. If you think a communion is something that you must do, then you must believe that baptism is something that you must do. You can't do the other without doing the other. They go together. It's a package. And maybe for the visitors, Baptism, we're not referring to in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. We refer to in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why is it not Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? Father is not a name. You call your father, Father, but his name may be Daniel. 
You may be a son to your father, but your son is not your name. You may be Hezekiah. Holy Ghost is not a name. You have a body, but the body is not your name. So therefore, there's got to be a name. And Jesus says, I came in the name of my father, and they accepted me not. And when you go and read in Acts 4, verse 12, it says, there is no name given under the heavens whereby people can be saved. One name that has been given is the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Furthermore, book of Acts 2, verse 38, it says, When they heard the gospel, their hearts were pricked, and they said, Brethren, what must we do? They say, Repent and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remissions of your sins. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The promise is for you and for your children and for those that are far off that the Lord God shall call. So when you have done that, Hey, somebody may say, I have been baptized. Is there a need to be baptized again? I say there is a need to be baptized again. Because in the book of Acts 19 from verse 1, when you go down with it, Paul found certain saints around Ephesus. And then they had been baptized in John's baptism. But he says, no, 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 you need to be re-baptized this time around in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Never in any time in history where you find anybody being baptized in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost in the Bible history. It has always been in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? The name of the Lord Jesus Christ is the name of our husband. It is in that name we cast out demons. It is in that name we officiate marriages. It is in that name where we dedicate babies. It is in that name where we baptize. It is in that name that we pray. Everything, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Does it make sense, folks? Then when you have done like that, I can say, if somebody comes from full gospel, I think... We are, we are now at a late hour where we need to address matters for what they are. I've met people that say, in my denominations, we were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no need for me to be baptized. Folks, it takes, the name of Jesus Christ is not just alphabetical order. It is an, there is an anointing behind that name. Why? Because when you were in your church, you used to pray and say, in the name of Jesus Christ. But things did not happen. Why? Brother Brenham says, when the seals were open, an anointing was released. And what is that anointing? Christ. And without the breaking of the seals, there is no genuine anointing outside the breaking of the seals. And when I say anointing, I'm referring to Christ. There could be Christ, but false anointed ones. But the genuine one, it is under the banner of the message of the hour, where the seals were open. So if you have been baptized in your holiness church, and goodness, who knows, even the men that baptize you may not have been living right. And I think we need to get to a point, even if you were wedded in a denomination and you come into the message, I advise you 
to come and rededicate and reconsecrate that marriage under the banner of the message. Does it sink in, folks? So, right now, I will ask the deacons, the musicians, you can return back to your seat. And what we'll do, even this side, we're going to do things orderly. If it is the musicians, musicians I'm referring to those that play the instruments, then the worshiping team will continue singing. And once the musicians are done, they come and play instrumental while those that are singing the vocals come to partake. Are we together? And then thereafter, we'll advise what needs to happen. But in the meantime, just give us a song as musicians, as singers come to the fore. I would like to say, oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Be reverent. Introspect. Think what it means. This redemption, what it means. And then, as a family of God, we will be partaking from the Lord's table. Remember, if you have not been baptized, you will be gently advised not to for your protection.
Amen. Just a sec. Let's bow our heads. Gracious Heavenly Father, we've broken the bread. Here's a communion wine before us. Sanctify it, dear God. Your people will be coming here, not out of tradition, but to observe what 2,000 years ago you said should be done. I'm glad that 2,000 years later, this has not been forgotten by believers. Wherever they are, they do it and they want to do it in the right manner. And at this point in time, search their hearts. Be gracious to them, dear God. This communion, I believe that as they partake, those that are sick can get healed. I believe because 6,000 years ago, when they left Egypt for 40 years, they were in the wilderness. But the beauty about it, communion sustained them. That Passover was good enough to last them for 40 years. For that, we are thankful, dear God. I commit everything to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. As we continue with this instrumental, while the vocals come first.
Let's sing it. Let's sing it. I'm in a thankful this evening for the blood. I'm thankful for the blood. I'm thankful tonight for the blood of Jesus. It washes whiter than the snow. All over the valley. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the blood. Thank you for the bleeding lamb. Thank you for Calvary. Thank you for the Messiah. Thank you, dear God. Show the devil that you are thankful. Remember the sins that he has forgiven you from. I'm thankful for the blood. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. The blood of Jesus. I'm thankful for the blood. Hallelujah. I'm a blood for child of the living God. I think we can see it one more time. All the blood of It removed the stain of sin. I'm thankful for the blood. Are you thankful, brothers? Are you thankful for the blood? I'm thankful for the blood. Where would I be had it not been the blood of Jesus Christ? Where would I be tonight? Hallelujah. It washes. Amen. God bless you richly. We are thankful for the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are the blood-bought church of the living God. Now, moving to another portion of the service.
as we turn to the book of St. John, anything that we do in this assembly must have a scriptural foundation. If it does not have scriptural foundation, we do not do it. John 13, the verse from verse 1. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of this world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. And supper being ended, the devil having now put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he was come from God and went to God. He rises from supper, as will be rising from our supper, and laid aside his garments, and took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into the bison and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel wherewith he was guided. He who washes your feet, or she who washes your feet, projects a quality of humility. During that time, when a feet washer was a, a job that was looked down upon. But the king of glory came down, took a body of flesh, and washed the disciples' feet. What humility. He rises from supper and laid aside his garments and took a towel and gathered himself. I read that. I'm on verse 6. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter saith unto him, you remember choleric Peter? There he comes. Then cometh he to Simon Peter, and Peter saith unto him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. Peter saith unto him, Thou shalt never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I wash thee not, thou hast no part with me. And I'm saying Jesus is still in the feet washing business. But this time he uses the body of your brother and of your sister. Simon Peter saith unto him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus saith to him, He that is washed needeth not save to wash his feet, but is clean every week, and he are clean, but not all. I said choleric Peter, actually it's a sanguine Peter, because Paul was choleric, just to correct that. So after he had washed their feet, and had taken his garments, and was set down again, he said unto them, Know ye what I have done to you? Ye call me Master and Lord, and ye say, Well, for so I am. Jesus never denied that he was God in flesh. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done 
to you. And that's exactly what we are going to do tonight. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord, neither he that is sent greater than he that sent him. If ye know these things, happy are ye if you do them. Jesus knew some people would know about it, but would never do it. But he says, if you know about it and you do it, then happy you should be. And we are going to be happy because we have done the Lord's will. Now, I don't know, Brother Paddy, I think deacons are outside. Normally, the sisters will definitely go to their restrooms. They have prepared a place for you there. I think the brothers are there in the Sunday school. In the Sunday school uh, area, the brothers will be going there. Amen. Remember, you will have a chance to greet your friend and say, I missed you. It is still part of the service when we are out there. We need to be reverent. It's not time for greetings. It is still so much part of the service until we come back into the sanctuary and we officially dismiss you. God bless you richly. Thank you, Father. It gives us strength. It will never lose its power. Top of our voices, it reaches to the highest mountain, it goes down to the lowest valley. I believe that. I believe that.
many witnesses are in the building? How many say I'm a witness of the blood of Jesus Christ? Yes. It wishes. Remember where it found you. Can you hear us sing one more time? How many witnesses are in the building? How many were washed by the blood of Jesus Christ? Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the cleansing blood of the Messiah. say the blood of Jesus will never lose its power. Oh, we are thankful for the blood of Jesus Christ. In the cross, in the cross. In the cross, in the cross. Shall find Another 
to praise God. found me
Viaja cross our wash and win. Don't leave the cross. Don't leave the cross. Hoping and trusting ever. The just across the river, all over the building, in the cross. We want to hear you all over the building. Every voice to the Almighty God. Every voice to the Almighty God. Till my rapture soul. One more last time. Every voice from a young boy to a young girl, from a man to a woman, all over the building. Deserve a round of applause to the Almighty God. This deserve God to be worshiping the building.
to thank him for the blood that was shed on Calvary. We want to thank him for the cross, folks. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You can do better than that. You can do better than that. Remember where he took you from. Hallelujah. We want to thank him. Come on, brother, put it in the cross. such songs they make it difficult for your body to contain your soul sometimes you feel like your soul can leap out of the body because of excitement the happiness, the joy to know that the matters that I had are settled and that there is a place that I can go to the cross pause me not a gentle savior we're going to wrap up in prayer I hope we're going to pray, all of us. Don't care who's next to you. Pray for yourself. Pray for the person next to you. The pillar of fire went before the children of Israel. We are sending the pillar of fire to Monday, to Tuesday, to Wednesday, to Thursday, to Friday, that anything that is there, it will be manageable. How many are believing that? If we send the pillar of fire before us, it will sort out all the matters. It will clear the way, folks. It will clear the way. Things will just work out. We are sending the pillar of fire. We all are going to pray in your own way. Don't be afraid to talk to your maker. Pass me not, a gentle Savior. Savior, 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 Savior,
humble cry. Let's harm it. Let's harm the chorus. We can cut the music only the piano. With our eyes closed, with our heads bowed. Every head bowed, every eye closed, every heart concentrating on the maker. Let's harm it. You can talk to him in your heart while we harm it. Every eye closed, every head bowed.
One more time.
Savior, Savior, let's sing it one more time. Savior, Savior. Just the chorus.
If you don't mind, we're going to say a prayer. You repeat after me. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for Calvary. We thank you that you saw that we were fit for dying for. At some point in time, we thought we were unworthy. But when we remember the cross, when we remember the cost to get rid of sin in our lives, we realize how privileged we are. We thank you for being our God. We did not deserve it, but grace made it possible. Now, the week is about to start. We don't know what the week holds. We don't know what demons are lying there. We don't know the schemes of the enemy. We don't know the plans of the enemy. But one thing that we know, you have never been defeated. We therefore ask you to go before us. We stand like Israelites. If your presence does not go with us, then we will remain here. We need your presence at our places of work, at schools, wherever we may be, we need your presence. Anything that the devil has planned through this prayer, we break every chain. Through this prayer, we abort every scheme of Satan. We bind every demon. We bind every demonic power because we are the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, dear God. We pray for our marriages. We pray for our finances. But above everything, we pray for our souls. We need a deeper relationship with you. Walk with us as we commit ourselves. Commit our children. Commit our loved ones to you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Have a blessed week. Does it feel right what you have done tonight? If you have done your part, he will do his part. Study buddy, if you can grab the mic and say, it was a wonderful day. How many believe it was a wonderful day? Have a, just turn around and say to your neighbor, I bless your week in the name of Jesus Christ. and have a blessed week.
God bless you richly. Amen. Come with it. Wonderful day. I think least we forget that we still live in time element. Let's go home. <laughs> Amen. It has been a blessing. You, worshiping team, you've done a splendid job. Absolutely. It was right on the spot. We want to thank for Sister Salumi. She's the one that takes care of our towels, even the church for the cleanness. We want to appreciate you, sister. God bless you. You are doing a good job. I appreciate that. Now, I think you can just do instrumental. These are the days of Elijah. Then you can have your seat. Those that need a transport, speak to Brother Mpanyana, Brother Philip.
Brother what? They've got a plan for you. God bless you richly. Don't go walk home. Speak to the deacons. They will make a plan. God bless you.